Okay, Mesechtes Nedarim Dav Chof. I'm going to start at the top of the Chof. I, I, I apologize about not being here last night, but I appreciate Rebbe Fraim for stepping in. And we want to, the Chaburu wants to wish a Mazel Tov Echad Me'a Chaburu. Rebbe Yanki, Mishpachtoi, Shalom Sinachas from Ruvi, and from the rest of your children, Techachov Sadaz, Briya Sagov, together with your wife, Admei, Rebbe Shalom. Zoktehel Gemishnah. Nodar Becherem. He made a nether Becherem. We're discussing the sugya of where he makes a nether, but it's vague enough that it could be interpreted maybe in different ways. So as Rashi says, not being Rashi obviously, but Rashi in the top of the page, that's what he said. This thing is Cherem Ami. Now back to the Mishnah. No, you thought I meant Cherem as in Cherem? I meant Cherem as in a net. Because in the Torah, the Navi, you'll have the word cherem. Say for Kehelis, we have it also. We have kedogim ba'charamim. So I, I didn't mean a cherem like cherem. I meant like a, a net. Or if he says bekarbon, malachim. I didn't mean a carbon like in the base of Mikdash. I meant the carbon of malachim. Or hare atzmi carbon. I am. He says no. boy. I have a special bone that I use. So all of a sudden, it's Stam Charamim, Stam Nadarim, sorry, Stam Nadarim, that's the past daf and a half, the Sugya, and here he's giving an alibi into his explanation. So these are all qualified as good explanations. He says, my wife's not a benefit from me. And then his wife found out about it. He says, no, I meant my ex. Okay, bad joke. The question is, does that work or not? All these are good enough alibis to say that the nether is not chal, and you don't even have to be shell on the nether. alibi? No. It's a good enough excuse to explain. It's a good enough excuse to explain what he meant, meaning he has a way to be masberit. That's what an alibi is. He has a terrorist how to be masberit his words, and therefore that's good enough. And I'll call it Amish Allah. You don't even have to ask for a heter nadarim. The nishalu, even yeah. So then he can't. That doesn't work. It has to be something that makes sense. But um nishalu But if they do come, that means that they felt that the nether has validity. Wow, you're worse off for asking. It's always the said in yeshiva. If you ask, it's already trafe. You don't ask. But if you would, if you would, ask, if they wouldn't ask. Everything would be fine. You asked, Einshenayson, and Machmirin Alein. Did we have Meir? Chum Oymerim, Chum say Poitzchel and Pesach with Makom Acher. We try to find a Pesach. We find the opening from somewhere else. Umlam then Oyson Kadeshli and Hagul Kalas Reish Benedarim. This is actually a very vague Mishnah, and the Gemara itself is going to ask the first thing in the Mishnah. The first thing in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to ask. It seems inherently contradictory in the Gemara itself. We're going to see that in a second. But the concept of Psachim and um, being matin adorim, that's obviously the next parak that we're going to be starting tomorrow, Rez Hashem. So we'll wait to explain that tomorrow. What's better? Is a, a heter better or is a, a hafara better or is a pesach better? We'll get to all those sugyas, Rez Hashem, starting tomorrow. But for now, we'll just leave it as undoing the nether. Fine. Says the Gemara Hagufa Kasha, it seems to be, it doesn't make sense. Amris, you start out saying, we don't even have to ask for a het to the but then you say, but then you say, if they ask, 
As mefreigt is treif. How does that work? That doesn't make sense. Amrav Yehuda hachiktani. Vukulon ain't tzuchin shalom. The truth of the matter is, each one does not need to be asked to be in hotenader because the fact that he said I meant chayram shalom or kabbal shalom alachim that's alone enough. But that's what medvar amurim b'talmud chacham. That's only true if the guys are learned individual. Avul ba'amaret shibali shol. But if he's an amaret that comes to ask, onchen oisai, we punish him. Umachmir and all of. And then we do. Says anymore, I understand why I understand that meaning we don't start out by saying, by the way, you have a way out. You have a reason why you didn't want to make this. Okay, I understand that we let him come to us and let him tell us. But why? Well, what's, what's the situation with the Irish over here? A little bit Russian mission over here. Misha Nazar. Somebody that made a Naziris, which is a form of, obviously, Nether. And then he didn't keep the Naziris. He went ahead and he drank wine. Or he went ahead and he cut his hair. Now, if he was Matamal Amaze, then his Naziris needs to be undone. He starts again. We know that's Sukkim Aparashis Nasai. We don't even have to elaborate. But we're talking about where he didn't become Tommy. He just cut his hair. Or he just drank wine. Does his Naziris get undone? Or does he get a slap on the wrist? Or none of the above? So the Raisa says as follows. We don't make ourselves available to him. There was 30 days that you were a Nazar, and for 10 days you were drinking wine. For the next 10 days we ignore you. In order that you'll end up having 30 full days of non-drinking wine, and then we'll say, okay, now, now we'll take your carbon, now we'll whatever, we'll undo your vow. However you want to proceed, we'll proceed. But we make him do the amount that he said. So we ignore him. We don't, we don't approach him. That's only true if it was in Naziris Mu'etas. It's very short. If the guy made a vow, he's going to be a Nazir for 100 days. And for 50 days, he fifed on the system and he was drinking wine. And then he had charata. The next 50 days, he was good. So in this case, you only need 30 days since you have 30 days, but Etzim, Naziris is 30 days, you have 30 days, that's enough. Meaning, if you have, if it's a Naziris Mu'etes, then you have to make sure that you fill in the amount of days that you're missing. But if it's a Naziris Merubo, you don't have to have all 100 days. Yeah, the fact that you had 30 days already of non-drinking would qualify as enough. There's really Machlekes Rishenu over here, which way it goes. Meaning, does he have to, if he already had 30 days, so it doesn't matter that he drank the other days, or the opposite. Do we need that the first 30 days should be good and it doesn't matter as long as it's within the days is a 30-day period. If you can add and subtract and cut and paste that I have 30 days, it's been on Chayk's Rishayim. But be that as it may, be that as it may, whichever Shittu Rishayim you're going to go with, if it's a long-term Naziris, you need to have 30 days of non-drinking wine and not becoming tummy and not cutting your hair. If you have that, we're good to go. Niskakin loy and we help him out. So, so says the Gemara, so just like the Gemara says over there that, and Amr of Yosef, so therefore, Amr, what's the therefore? Therefore, just like over there, and it's Kakanloi, so too over here also. So the Gemara didn't explain, the Gemara just left us hanging. So if you look at the Rashi on the Saudi page, Naziris Mu'etes, Rashi fears always to Hamshchai Gemara. Naziris Mu'etes, Shekibel all of Naziris Lamadyen. Avalim Kibel Naziris Merubah, Va'avar Vishasso, Kuf Yoim, Ain Oimrim Yenag Isa Kuf Yoim, Shinarag Heter. We make him do the minimum amount, which is the 30 days of Naziris. 
Hachinami, oh, Rashi first says Sigmar Nafas. Hachinami, Oinchen Oise Shinak Isabel Nidroi, Ukiyomim Shaakav Kol Nidroi, and like the days he messed up his nether, meaning, the Kishama Lone Darti, Elabacher Mashayam, Menog Heter, Beneder, Adla Achazman, Shalabadarti, Lishal. The guy says, he makes the, the vows of our Mishnah. No, the Becherim. And then he starts doing things. He said, No, no, I meant I, I meant a cherem, I meant a net. You said I meant a cherem, no, I meant a net. So it's a good it's a good alibi, it's a good excuse, it works. But the days till you came up with that excuse and you figured out and taka, those twelve days you're gonna have to make that up, you have to keep it because it, it's just it can't be so loosey goosey. Otherwise, it becomes very, it's, it's a problem. But again, as Yimar says, by Amaret, obviously we would even, as Yimar said before, and that's the Machmer that this, we make him do the amount of days he missed. The question was why you say. Correct. The Oynish is, the Oynish is that we make him go, right. The Oynish is, that's what we're answering. Not why. But what is the Oynish? Hey, Chidami, what is the Oynish? The Oynish is, that we make him fill in the days that he missed on the gap because he came up with an excuse maybe three days in instead of uh, right away saying that shit. Says the Gemara, the Gemara just frees the Since we say that we shouldn't look at this guy, meaning we should ignore him for a couple of days, so Abedino de Mizdakiko, a bezin decides to take their whatever and they're going to be the nice bezin, whatever chopper, it's not the right thing, bezin should. Really, this is not a big chiddush. It's the chiddush that we're saying based on the next line. The next line is the line that we needed, so therefore we said the Reisiv first. In fact, that bezin's put it to cherem. We put that bezin to cherem for giving the guy the out when he should have been more careful. Instead of giving a guy a slap on the wrist, they let him get a wolf with everything. So therefore, we slapped the bezin on the wrist by putting the bezin into cherem. Misham tinoli the bezin. But the said, we find him an opening, we mock him and we teach him not to do this in order not to have Kalis Rej Benadarim. Says the Gemara Tono. I just want to say something before we start. I want to say something before we start. I want to say two things before we start. We're about to start a. The Gemara is going to start out with the Dharm, but very quickly make a left turn and not come back till the end of the Daf. We're not, we're not coming back on track. We're going totally off topic. This is one of the most. Um, graphic Gemaras and Shas, the whole daf. And therefore, we had to bring our in-house chassan Rebbe to sit with us here today, and he's going to be taking over in a couple of minutes to teach it to us the way it should be taught from a chassan Rebbe. Um, and if you have any further questions... No, we didn't make up that part? No? If you have any further questions, you can reach out to him after this year. Keep the questions to a bare minimum. Don't, don't expose yourself or embarrass yourself. But he's available to speak to afterwards. So I'm going to take the next little bit, and uh, Rebbe Arya is here to take over because he's our in-house... Um, chasen teacher. This is the chasen teacher daf of Shas. You want to know where they know from? Yes, we should definitely close the door. Lazi behind you. Thank you very much. And that's why he that's why he joined us here tonight. Maybe if the oil gives him a good standing ovation, we could have him join for the rest of the night. So we'll see. Tano says the gemara. A person should be very careful not to get involved in the darim. Because it's a very slippery slope. The next thing is you start being not careful with swearing, and obviously swearing is a very, very chamadigah thing, as the Gemara discussed two days ago in the Daf, and also in other places in Shas, where shvuas are very, very dangerous. So therefore, a person should be careful not to get involved with the darm. A person should avoid amaratzim, because 
Again, we know from Sechtas Demai, they're not very careful about uh, doing the Maesiris properly. So you can end up eating foods that you shouldn't be eating. So a person shouldn't be too, cro- uh, too cozy with uh, Amaratim regarding eating, for sure not. Also, don't hang around the Kain Amaretz, even though, even though he's gonna, he doesn't have to take over everything. Because he might end up giving you chuma to eat eventually. So obviously, it's a little bit different when it comes to a Kain, because really, it's not going to be Tevel, but... Tevel he's not going to give you, but Chuma he's going to give you. And Chuma is a Chayv Mises, and it's a lot, lot, very dangerous. Therefore, a person should be very careful. I'm going to just start the next Gemara, and then Rabbi Ari is going to sit here right next to me and take over. Says the Gemara, and also, a person should not schmooze too much with the other gender. Because it's a slippery slope, and Leisinov becomes a problem, and therefore we'd like to share the... I'd like to share the oven on with your idea and watch how Hassan Shmuz is supposed to be given. Okay, first of all, I want to thank Ari Narmi for giving me this chus. He called me this morning and asked me, he said, seven and a half years ago you, uh, you did this daf. It was to the, the, the shir was still in my house. I had discussed this lot of the shir in my house for those who were in the neighborhood long enough to know that. And I want to thank Ari Narmi for giving me this chus. I didn't remember that was this daf. I said, how do you remember that? I gave him three excuses why I can't do it today. He told me, if you would have given me one excuse, I would take it. He said, three excuses, that I don't take. So I pushed aside all the three excuses, and they'll do the best that I can. The introduction to this daf is that even though you might say this is the daf of a chassan teacher, actually sometimes this daf could be the uh, worst enemy of a chassan teacher because if you read it literally or you'll have kashas from it to what you do or don't do or heard or think you remember or don't, it definitely, even after this, needs clarification. So please avail yourself to whoever it is that you would get clarification from. And I also would say, not mechilas quite any rav, just because a person is a Rav, Dav Davka, that this is specifically their expertise. So use, use your judgment, and depending on who and when and how you ask, obviously our Rav also knows when to answer and when to say he doesn't know, which is a big Milo that a Rav has. <clears throat> okay. Zakti Gemara. A person who looks at, at women, which many say tzefe means even if you just look at, not, not his stockless for the purpose of deriving pleasure, but gazing unnecessarily, looking unnecessarily, could also be the avera. Obviously, you have to know when yes, when not, and what you're holding by, and when it's necessary, and when it's not necessary. Anyone who looks at the heel of a woman, will have banam sheinam muhuganim. What does it mean, ba'keva? The Gemara is going to say in a minute. But ba'pashtus, the first shot, it just means ba'keva is a place that normally you're healed in most communities are covered. So why are you looking at a, at a covered place of an Isha? If you're doing that, it's usually the Bali de Neif. That's what the idea was. He's trying to do something that's enticing to him. So then what's going to happen? We'll have children likewise, Mida Kenegi Mida, that also might be doing things that are Enim Muhuganim because he's doing things that are not appropriate. So it will cause his children to also end up perhaps being in the Parsha of Neif and the like. Good? says, This doesn't just apply to looking at uh, uh, some other woman. It's even referring to a person's own wife, but in the time when she's a nida, and it's usher to mistakel on the parts of her body that are normally covered. When it said not to look at her heel, it didn't really mean her heel. It was a euphemism. It meant keneged 
The Pashas means connected Oyser Malkam, the actual Malkam Erva, which is opposite her heel. Either that might mean when she's standing straight, standing straight up, so the place that faces the heel would be Oyser Malkam, or I think the other shot is that when she's sitting bow-legged on the floor, which I guess many people sat at that time, so then her heel is right under connected Oyser Malkam, Malkam Erva, so that's it was really a euphemism. It means when the Gemara said being that your person should not be mistakel bakeva, it really meant he's not supposed to be mistakel ba'oisemakam with his own wife when she's mutter. It's a whole different shot. It's not talking about another woman. It's not talking about ishtonida. It's talking about his own wife when she's mutter. Even though even though most things we'll see are mutter, but istakos ba'oisemakam intentionally for the purpose of deriving pleasure, depending on who you ask and how they explain this Gemara, that would be. The explanation. Is that the title of the That's the Kabbalah that I have. Yeah, have that's what I want to okay. mention. Yeah. But everyone should, yeah. Okay. You want a different thing? No, yeah. I want okay. to hear that. Okay. Clear. Fine. Fine. Tanya, Bavortia, Yerasa, Apanechem, the Pasik says, Akash Baruch, who revealed himself to Klai Yisrael at Harsinai, in order that the Shevira up and on their faces, comma, what does that mean that they should have fear on their faces? Zuha Busha. Having fear means that this person should be embarrassed. Continues the pasuk, the vilti techato, in order that prevent, that should prevent them from doing averis. Melamed shabusha mevila de yereschet. You see from here, Kadosh Baruch who wants when a person has busha, which was the, the goal, the purpose of of yiral penechem, so that will prevent them from doing averis. Mikan omru. From here they said simen yafa ba'adam shu baishan. It's a good simen for a person who is a baishan who is uh, who has busha. Any person who has busha, he does not quickly come to do averis. Actually, by the way, I'm just curious, what is the difference between, what's the difference between the first shot and the second shot? It does, the words are different, but what's the difference if you say that preventing a person from busha, a person has busha, prevents them from doing averis, and the other way, simon that's a different shot. Yeah. Either having busha prevents from your, from Averis or Yerushalayim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. thank you. It's very nice. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> thank you. <clears throat> okay. We should only a person who does not have busha, which is one of the midas of Aviyid. Apparently, that his ancestors were not at Harsinai, because this was. Um, this is Akash Baruch who was saying this was the point, this was what was supposed to come out from Harsinai. You have Yura of saying Akash Baruch, and says, Rashi or whatever the Mepharish, even all the future generations are going to have this also. Even even the future generations of Klai Yisrael are supposed to have this busha inherited from their parents. So if that Midah was not transmitted down from father to son and the like, apparently that the father was the grandparents' ancestors were not. At Harsinai. What were they? I don't know. What's the other option? Not really Jewish? Gerim? I'm not sure what... I'm from Gerim. Fine. Om Rabbi Yechina ben Davoi. Rabbi Yechina ben Davoi said the following. Dalet varim sochu li malachi asharis. Then now we're going to read it literally. Malachi asharis told me the four following things. Chigrin mipnei ma. Why are there people, children that are born that are lame? Mipnei ma havyon. Mipnei shohoifchan eshulchanam. Literally the translation, because they turn over their tables. These are things that have to do with Shas, Tashmish, and the like. So what does it mean to turn over the table? It's different from Shatim what that means. 
Obviously, literally, we'll say it means not the natural way. You're supposed to naturally, normally you eat on your table. means turning over the table. That's not the natural way. So what does that mean? Different shot than what, what, what it means. Either it means that normally when a husband and wife are together, the husband is on top and the wife is on bottom. That's the natural, natural bonding, connecting way. So Haifa HaShulchanam will be the other way if the wife is on top and the husband is on bottom. That's one shot, what Haifa HaShulchanam is. One shot is they're supposed to be face-to-face. Haifa HaShulchanam means instead of face-to-face, it's not face-to-face, it's face connected the backside. And that's Haifa HaShulchanam. Another shot in Haifa HaShulchanam is that instead of regular Tashmish, Right, what we call regular bia by simakum, it's bia shleik kedarka, which means he's not he's not he's not entering her naturally, but rather it's anally what we call shleik kedarka. Okay. So since so since he's caught, thank you. Since he's causing her him his or her yerech to not be in the natural position that it normally would be, the most comfortable bonding natural position. So it's causing in the children that their yerech also is not going to be one hundred percent natural and end up being a chiger and be lame. <clears throat> How come uh, children could be born mute, deaf mute? Because the husband is menashik aisemakam. Like we said before, like we no, not like we said before. That was a different thing. Shemenashik aisemakam means not to kiss, not to kiss the aisemakam directly. Charashim ibnei mahavyan. How come? How come? Um, I'm oh, sorry, Elam was just mute, right? right? Okay, sorry. Before it was mute because it was Menashe Gaisimakam. Here, Harashim, why, why are children sometimes born deaf mute? Because the husband and wife, literally, read it now literally, are talking during Tashmish. Since they're doing something that's involved with talking, which seemingly now seems like it's not a good thing. So the Gemara says, therefore, the children that are born from that will also come to have issues with hearing and speech. And we're going we're we're to we're come back to, to ask on that, because sim- seemingly right now that doesn't make sense, that there shouldn't be any talking. But right now, we'll read a little, and the Gemara's going to ask on that in a moment. Sumib ne mahavyon, how come children are born blind? Because the husband is mistaka b'yisimakam. This is like what we had said before, and again, in the Sarah that I have, mistaka b'yisimakam means the husband's not supposed to gaze directly at the b'yisimakam for the purpose of deriving pleasure. You have a different shot, different masara, you could ask, you should ask your own. But that's not to say that there are children that are born from unions that are, and obviously there are unions that are not necessarily that these things happen, and yet there are people that are born blind and deaf. I should have said a disclaimer. You should not, and like in any of the things we're going to say, following, you should not go around looking and saying, you know why this person went off the derech, or is a chigir, or is an elam, or this and the like. It must be because that's what their parents did. That's not only for the staff. Not only for the staff, but it's a very important thing. Um, right, right. So that's why, that's why I came to make sure that you don't understand. I mean, once you're mentioning it, you think there's people who are your choshish that you're not clear on. And unfortunately, there have been people that have said that to others who had children in that situation, said, it could be, you should talk or look into this. And that's definitely not the, not the way to deal with your name Chavere, regardless, and, and, and it's not very, very often not the shot anyway. Okay. Says the Gemara, Uraminhu, I have a stira to the what you, we said before that Misapra Mishash Tashmish sounds like it's a bad thing, and children that come from that can end up being Harashim. Is that true? Shalos, Ema Shalom. They asked, Rebetzin or Mrs. Shalom, have you read that word, Ema, something like that, right? So it was a lesson of prominence. And her name was Shalom. Mithne Ma. 
מפני מה? ומפנאי He only talks with me, which is the language that Rashi says, that, that, or the first says that it's referring to, that's her, the language she used for Tashmish. He doesn't have Tashmish with me in the beginning of the night, nor the end of the night, rather the middle of the night. And by the way, just from now, you already see what the Kash is, that that's the language she's using for Tashmish, is Mesaper. So apparently, being Mesaper is a good thing. But we'll get back to that in a minute. Ukeshum and 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 by the way, just part pointing out when it says here not not the beginning, not the end of the night. The reason is well, okay. We'll get to the reason and we'll come back and explain. Thank you. Ukeshum misaper and when he was misaper means when he had tashrus and the megala tefach, he would only reveal a tefach's worth of his body himself or her. Umechasa tefach and he would cover over that tefach. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but he would be as covered as possible. And it was, it was as if to Rabbi shade, as if he was being forced by a shade, as if it was something he didn't really want to do, he was doing, he was having Tashmish, Maisa Tashmish very quickly, as if it was something he was being forced to do. And I, his wife, said to him, what, 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 What's Pshat that you're doing all these things? And he answered, I'm doing this in order that I shouldn't be thinking about another woman, and if I would come to think about somebody else, it would come as if the children have a tzad mamzer. It's not really mamzer, but there's a tzad mamzer because the thoughts that he'd be having would be not fully about his wife. On his madriga, he felt that that's, he needs to be knowing exactly, exactly this way. So... The Gemara, so the Gemara's Kashas, so you see, and we'll come back to this in a second, but just take first the Gemara's Kashas. The Gemara's Kashas, you said Misapra is not a good thing. And now you see from even Rabbi Eliezer, who's, who was as super restrictive, if you want to call it that way, but still that was the point that he was Misapra with Tashmish. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? The Gemara answer is like Kasha. When we said not to be Misapra, it means don't discuss things with your wife that are not related to Tashmish. It's not the time to give over a message to say, oh, by the way, your sister-in-law called. It's, that's, not, that's, that's, what it, what, what, that's where there's an issue during Tashmish. And Dafka, because it takes away the focus on what it's supposed to be. Now you brought somebody else into the equation. But to discuss things that are related to Tashmish, that's a mitzvah, and that's the right thing to do, and it should be that way. V'chol hamar be l'saper harez mishubach. You like that, eh? Okay. <laughs> now... Before we go on, all the things that are in that Rabbi Eliezer did are brought by the Mechaber and Shulchan Aruch. However, your average chassid teacher is going to tell you that all, all those things are not halacha and not the way you should be nagged. You should not be nagged with your wife. Um, and you should not be and should not be this way. And there's pshatim to understand why Rabbi Eliezer was like that. And it had to be with his wife's consent. His wife asked him, and she agreed that she felt. That's the closeness and bond that they had, that, he, that she felt she wanted to be there for him in this way, and felt 100% love that way, 
and there's many other ways to possibly explain it or be stuck with Akasha, but just know that do not walk away from this Gemara or Allah is saying that if you do this, you will be chaytif madregas, because it's usually the exact opposite, and uh, a lot of negative things are written about it. Shalaika Allah and the stipe of So please do not do that. The person should be totally, should be totally undressed and should not be, should not be quick, Misha Kavarshayt, and should not be, and but the, the but the other part of Be'emtsa Laila also, you have to know exactly what that means. Say so it's the same point also. Be'emtsa Laila was when there's no distractions. In the beginning of the night, there's still distractions. You might still hear people talking, other neighbors, children, or the like. And Saifa Laila, people are already getting up. And it's a plug for you want to come for the Ein Yaakov Shir. Shabbos morning, it's very gishmak. Um, as opposed to Chatzayis. As opposed to Chatzayis, where there, it is totally, totally quiet. But of course, your chassid teacher might tell you that chatzay tzalayla is the concept and depends where you live. If you live in Chestnut Ridge in a single-family home, it might always be chatzay tzalayla, and if you live somewhere else, it may never be chatzay tzalayla. You might need to use other things to drown out the noise, and even that, they'll probably tell you it's not. These are not Yisurim, these are Madregas. Ayn Sham, ask your local questions, or non-local questions, depending on who you feel comfortable asking. But these are all mitzvahs to ask, if you have any questions. Okay. All the things that we said before that, that he said, not the four things he said not to do, that it's very nice. That's Rabbi Yechon Ben-Davoy said. However, the Allah is not like Anything a person wants to do with his wife, he is allowed to do. This Machlekes exactly, even sometimes, even Allah Chalamaisa, depending on who you ask, exactly which parts it was going back on. It was going back on all the things. Is it Hoifet HaShulchanim is fine, and, and Menashe Gaisimakim, and, and, and Mesapram things that are not related to Tashmish, and even Mestakas Gaisimakim, or was only going on on Hoifet HaShulchanim, of Shalai Kedarka, or not in the natural position, but again, Ayin Shum, or an ask. There's a different machlekas and rishonim. How what it goes on? It says the Gemara, Mashal Labasar, Habam Meisam Vatabach. It's just like like meat that comes from the butcher shop. Ratzalach Lev Malach. If you want to eat it with salt without cooking it, Oichloi, you can eat it that way. Steak tartar, Tzli Oichloi. If you want to eat it roasted, you can eat it roasted. Mavushal Oichloi. You want to cook it, cook it. Shalak, you want to cook it very a lot, overcook it or whatever. Well done, whatever you want to call it. Oichloi. You can eat it that way. It's up to you how you want to eat it. So to fish that comes from the, I know you call it the fishing house, the, the netter net for, net, right? for the net. And however you want to eat it, you can eat it how you want to eat it. You can pickle it, you can cook it, you can roast it, and so salt it, and the like. Right. That's what I mean. Why it says two, two different yeah, things. And we're going to say it later, also meat and fish. And fish. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you for, if you had a shot. Is there, is there a shot? We'll get to the dark. Okay. Who, when he said who are the Malachi Asharis? Rabbanan. It means the Rabbanan told him. The Because if they're really Malachim, that the Malachim told him for these four things. How could Rabbi Yechanan go along and say, eh, the Malachim is not like them? The actual Malachim would be very. Would be, would be the experts in knowing exactly which trial comes from which union and under what circumstance. So it must be that, that in order to argue on Yechem and Davai, it must be that the, to have Machlaikas about it, you could say it wasn't Malachim Mamish, it means it was the Rabbanan that told them that. Why are they called Malachi Asharis? The Mitzainik Malachi Asharis, because they are distinct like 
Malachi and Sharis. They act distinctly, they dress distinctly, they indeed are distinctly, they don't just put on a show. Like we said, like in Israel, it's a language in the tiny. Right? Good? Okay. Hahi, any other ISFs for this? We're good. Fine. There was a lady who came in front of Rebbe. And by the way, you see from the following question that she asked, and when a person has questions that relate to their intimate life or their lack thereof or any problems that are arising, it should be something that one discusses with a Rav. She says, Rebbe, I prepared a whole table for him for my husband. And he turned it over. The same euphemism we said before. of I'm prepared to have tash with him in the natural way. And he requests it the other way, whether it's biyashlekedarka or not face to face, or not the husband being on top and the wife being on bottom, whichever pshat that is. Amar la, so Rabbi said, "Biti tayre hitircha." The Torah said it's mutter. Vani ma'aselach. What should I do for you? Now, it wasn't it, obviously again, like I said before, it doesn't mean it was. She wasn't coming to ask, "Is he abusing me? Or is he not abusing me?" And she and he said, "What do you mean? He's not abusing you. He can do whatever he wants." Because then that wouldn't be an answer. Apparently, your question must have been just, "I thought it's usher." I'm happy to be there for him in this way if it's mutter. But is it us or not? So he said, beat you. Like, I, it's, it's not us. Or. Now, obviously, go discuss it with your husband and figure out if that's, that's what's going to work in this relationship or not. But Lamai said, it's not us. Or. Same thing, same thing, she came, a lady came in front of Rav, and said, and he turned it over, meaning he, he wants to be Mishamish in, in a different way. Amar... He said, well, how is it different than a fish? You can eat a fish in different ways, so that's mutter in any different way. In any, in, in any way, it might be. Here's what you're going to say, Pshat? Oh, okay. The Pasuk says, a person should not be steered away, at the steer after his heart. And... The, a person should not be dr- literally translated means a person should not be drinking one cup while his eyes are in a different cup. If he's drinking one cup of wine, he shouldn't be thinking and looking about the next different cup of wine that he possibly could be drinking. So what is this referring to? It's a euphemism. So when he's with his wife, he shouldn't be thinking about somebody else. We don't, we don't need a Gemara. This is Pasha that a person shouldn't be thinking about somebody else when he's with his wife. It's even referring, of course he shouldn't be thinking about another woman. Even if he has two wives, that they're both murtered to him, when he's with wife A, he should only be thinking about wife A and not wife B. He shouldn't be thinking about the other cup that he's allowed to drink, even. And all these are brought in Shulchan Aruch, and also they need explanation. And then you bring the Pasuk of HaMardin HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I, sem- I selected from among you those who are married and Peshea against me. These are Omar Blevi, Ilubay, Teisha These children that are more likely to be married and Peshea against HaKadosh Baruch Hu are children that come from the fi- following nine or ten or more um, not uh, positive unions. And the simon for that is B'nai, I read that, Asnas Mishkah. What does the Aleph stand for? The Aleph stands for B'nai Ema, and stands for B'nai Anusa, children that come from a situation where the husband is instilling fear. He's Ema, he's instilling fear in his wife to be with him, which is connected to the next one, B'nai Anusa, where he's actually forcing her to be with him, which is not a positive way 
to be with one's wife. Now, it doesn't mean, Mishnah Burra says, that of course it doesn't mean, he's, it doesn't just mean that he's, he's not allowed to actually force her, that's Pasha. It means even if he sees that she's not interested in being with him because she's upset at him and he's with her anyway, that's also called forcing her. He's forcing her when her emotions and feelings are not there. B'nai Snua, children that come from a situation where he's feeling hatred towards her. It's really the flip side of what we just described from Anusa. Anusa is where she's feeling unhappy with him, but he's with her anyway. And Snua is when he's feeling unhappy with her, he doesn't tell her, and he's with her anyway, that's not a good situation. Rather, he needs to come to terms with her for the evening before they are together. It doesn't mean that they solve all their problems, but at least they can come to terms for the evening and not just say, I hate you, but I'm going to be with you anyway. In his mind. He should, that should not be. Next one, Nun stands for B'nai Nidu, a children that come from a situation when he or she is in Cherem. That's the time that they're us in Tashmish, so that's the time that they should not, they should not be together from Shatim. Some say Nidui means Be'avelos, or, or also means Be'avelos, or some are Gairis, it's really B'nai Nida, in a time when they were not mutter to be together. Next one, B'nai Tamura, the tough stands for Tamura, children that come from a situation where the wives were switched. He was trying to be with wife A, and he ended up being with wife B. He got the wrong wife. They were both his wives, but he ended up being with the, with the, with, with the, with, with the other wife. Vim Taimar, that's what happened to Yaakov, what happened with Rachel and Leah. So the Baralacha brings from the Magan Avram that he has an answer why that is not exactly the same case, why it's different. Ayn Sham. Time's not going to allow that, but you can come, you can look at it yourself, or you could ask. And the Arachayim HaKadosh says that indeed it was. It was an issue, it wasn't Yaakov's fault. And Reuven was born from that union, from that first time, for that first night, and that's why Reuven came to be Mavavo Yitzri Aviv. Again, also in that Ayin Shaman and needs a shot, not definitely not. Yishai. What? Yishai, this is But I didn't know. Thank you. Okay. Next one of them is B'nai Meriva. That's the Girsi and the Gemara, with children that come from a situation where they are, the husband and wife are quarreling together, which really is the way I explained B'nai Anusa. Because Shulchan Aruch doesn't have Mariva for Mariva, he has B'nai Meredes, children that come from a rebellious wife. And a rebellious wife does not just mean that your wife wears the pants in the house. It means a wife, says Mr. Brewer, who says, I don't need you for a husband. I don't need you emotionally. I don't need you physically. I don't need you financially. I don't need you for anything, but I feel bad for you. You're a nice guy, so I'll stay up for you. I'll stay with you. I'll stay for the kids. In that situation, they should not be together. It's not a positive union. Next one is B'nai Shechor, children that come from a situation where a husband or wife are under the influence of alcohol. How much alcohol, Mishnah Berurah says, So it doesn't just mean that they had Kiddush or made a L'chaim and a half, but it means that their minds are mixed up and not clear. You have to know exactly where that line is and what exactly that means. Again, Ayin Sham, everyone will say, I'm still good. I'm still good. Definitely. You see what it's about. Okay. Children that come from in his heart, he decided he's going to divorce her. Once the once husband decides he's not staying married, even if they love each other, or they, he, they still should not be together, and children would be in this situation. Children that are mixed up. Now, there's a different shatim, exactly what that means, mixed up. Um, you can look at the Mepharshim here, exactly different shatim, what, what that means. Some say he did, they, didn't, they didn't wait after she got divorced, she did, or husband passed away. She didn't wait for three months before she married the next husband. Mishnah Baruch does not go with that pshat. He says that it's back to the thing we said before, we started off with. He said the pshat is, which I don't see from any of the first one on the page, but I guess there's those who say. Mishnah Baruch says that mixed up children is he's thinking about somebody else while he's with his wife. So he's with his wife, but he has a different thought that is not totally not related 
which we said not to, not to do in the beginning. B'nei Chatzufa, children that come from a situation where the wife is a mechutzefes, means that she is teveya bepeh. She verbally asks her husband, come have tashmish with me. That is in this category of chatzufa. She's not supposed to ask. It's part of chavaz klal. Avel ishech teshukasech uhu yim shabach. You'll want to be with your husband. You have to rely on him for tashmish. You can't explicitly ask him for tashmish. You have to wait until, you, you can't explicitly ask him. So children that kind will explain it in the following Gemara. So right now we'll leave it literal to get more, a little more explained. But that children come from that union would also have this issue. Says the Gemara, this is an issue, an issue that's Tevea, a pet that asks for Tashmish? Aini, can't be. An Isha who's Tevea, her husband, her children will be even greater than the Dara of Maisha Rabbeinu. How do we know? This time I'm for Dayana. Yeah, yeah, when you're selecting, selecting Dayanim, it said you should select Chachamim Unavainim. But what did he, Moshe Rabbeinu actually take? I only took Rashi Shiftechem, but it doesn't say Nevainim. Like Siv Nevainim, because he couldn't find people that were Nevainim. And it says about Yisachar, Yisachar Chamar Garem. Yisachar, the donkey, the Chamar, was Garem him to be Yisachar, because Leah said to Yaakov, you should come to me because I hired you with a dudaim. I got you. I was. I, I was. I, I. I got the schus for tonight because of the dudaim. So the chamor of Yaakov that let that went off to where he was going to go and went instead to the oil of Leah was garm him to be Yisach. Yisachar was born from that union and was garm him to be Yisachar. But if anyone say by Yisachar, if they Yisachar yeri they bina leitim. Yisachar is yeri they bina. So they're nevainim, even higher than the Darish Shemaisha. So how could it be that you said it's a bad thing to be Tevevepeh? That's what Leah did. And you see, Leah was Zaychat Abisachar, who was Yedibina. The Gemara answers, Ahi Demaratse Atsuye. What Leah did, what that's referring, that Gemara, or Rav Yainasan, and Ishtesha Tevasai, that's talking about that she's Maratse, her husband. Not that she's Tevea explicitly, but rather that she appeases him and tries to get him to. Um, to be Maratza for Tashmish. But she didn't actually say, come have Tashmish with me. Come have be with me. All she said was, Eli Tavai. Eli Tavai is not explicit enough. And from that, it, not only is it not a bad thing, if it's not explicit, then it's a good thing that she's supposed to hint and coerce him to want to be with him. And from then, Gavalika things uh, will happen. Again, disclaimer on this thing, you should not think that any child that comes from such a union, for any child that has an, an issue or is married or preche against the Kaddish Baruch, and you say, oh, you know why someone's off the death? It must be because that's what happened to their parents, because you shouldn't say that. And also, a child who is born from a union, there are ways that they could overcome. They're more likely to do this, but they could overcome it. And again, any person who has any questions in this at any time in their life should avail themselves to ask. Yes? Uh, 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 uh,